Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Friends, the readings today tell us to live in a manner worthy of our calling. So I have two questions for you. Do you feel worthy? What is that? What is to feel worthy? Do you have a sense of self-worth that has a rooted identity in being a son or a daughter of the Most High God? Is that identity one that knows that God is for us? And if he's for us, who can be against us? So we step boldly into the world knowing that our Father is already going before us. His name is Jehovah Sabaoth. That is a biblical name for how the, the Lord fights our battles. And is that identity that gives you your sense of self-worth rooted in knowing that Jesus is walking with us, that he became one of us. And he said to us, I am with you until the end of time in the Eucharist, in his sacred word, in the body of Christ. He is with us. He's the head of that body that is the church. Do you feel that you are part of that family? And is that identity as a daughter or a son of God and part of a royal family of the kingdom of heaven define the sense of self-worth for how your values are shaped in the world? And is then your identity and your self-worth also rooted in the knowledge that the third person of the Holy Trinity lives within you? That the Holy Spirit is groaning from within you, asking the, the Father to send his gifts and his protection every day. And that is why Paul tells us that we are to pray without ceasing. We pray without ceasing, accompanying the Holy Spirit that has taken root within us. We have been walking through Ephesians. What a beautiful letter that Paul writes to the Ephesians from prison. And we are in chapter four, where he reminds us, I, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received. A sense of worthiness. You are called to be part of this family. You are called to an identity in Christ. You are called to pray without ceasing. We've received this call, friends. And then these are the words that accompany the call. Are we humble? Are we gentle? Are we patient? Do we bear one another with love? Do we strive to preserve the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace? One body, one spirit. We were called to the one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God. This oneness, friends, is the sense of identity that I want to remind us today to ponder because that gives us the sense of self-worth that connects us 
to our spiritual calling, that we are spiritual beings, part of a royal family, and that all of these qualities, all of these virtues that we are called to practice are the behaviors of the royal family. So are you worthy of the call? And then that call, that behavior that separates us from the world, those values that are going to be defining of how we engage with others around us are going to be the very element that invites others to know God. They're going to say, what's up with that person that in the midst of turmoil remains gentle? What is up with that person that has a sense of humility in the midst of all these accomplishments and that constantly says, blessed be God, these I received because of God gave it to me. In what way are others going to be attracted to the gospel because of the way we live? Psalm 24 says, Lord, this is the people that long to see your face. So again, this verse connects us to the worthiness of our calling because we are longing to see the face of our Heavenly Father. And this directs our actions. It directs our words. It directs the way we engage with other people. This sense of hope that Paul talks about, we have one hope. We long to see the face of the Father. During the pandemic, my children who have been in high school and in college were really surprised to find some of the students that didn't have faith to really struggle and suffer because in the midst of that suffering, they didn't know how to look for things that were not giving them joy in the material, physical world. So stuck in a college room, taking virtual classes and receiving food in a little package by the door meant that they had a sense of imprisonment and they didn't know how to how to engage with their restrained freedom in a way that gave them joy. So when my children would say, we open the door, we, we get our food and, and, and we say hello to everybody, we have a sense that they wonder, why are you so happy? And my son said, because I am at the university and I'm on my way to heaven. And those words did not resonate with others, but they were attracted by their behavior. So friends, sometimes we think we have to speak about the gospel with words, but like St. Francis said, evangelize and only when necessary, use words. We don't have to be wise in, in the ways of the world with lots of eloquence. We have to live our life that reflects that we are, as Psalm 24 says, people that long to see the face of God. Of God. Who can ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He whose hands are sinless, whose heart is clean, whose desires are not in vain. The Lord is cleansing our hearts so that we can step boldly into the world to reflect his glory. He shall receive a blessing from the Lord, a reward from God his Savior. Such is the race that seeks for him, that seeks the face of the God of Jacob. We behave differently as part of that identity, that self-worth that comes from knowing we belong to the Holy Trinity. Jesus then speaks to us in Luke chapter 12, and he's talking to the crowds, he's talking to us, saying, you see the clouds rising and you say it's going to to rain if it's coming from the east. And then you know that if the wind is blowing from the south, it's going to be hot. You can look at the world, at the material world, and you know how to interpret it. How come you don't know how to interpret when things are coming 
from the spiritual realm. So make sure that you understand that the things that are happening in the physical realm are connected to the spiritual realm and develop an eye, develop an ear, develop a heart that is attuned to the spiritual things. So today we are connecting our sense of identity, our sense of self-worth, and our sense of vision for the spiritual things, friends, as we enter into this season asking the Lord to place us where he needs us so that we can be bearers of his standard. Let's go to the throne. Father Almighty, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you have made us children of your kingdom, that you have made us brothers and sisters of your son, Jesus Christ, that you have given us a counselor in the Holy Spirit that guides us, Father. Thank you. Thank you because we are part of your great family. Help us to stand steady in keeping your statues. Help us to stand boldly in the marketplace, in the school, in the business environments, and to shine your light, Father. Give us the strength and the courage, the joy that we can stand in the world as your children. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.